Support for Kansas City Today comes from Cleveland University, Kansas City. From its roots as a chiropractic college to new degree programs in health sciences, CUKC is educating healthcare professionals focused on next-level health. Learn more at cleveland.edu slash impact. Support also comes from Grandma's Catering. One bank teller instead of the usual five. Slow, fast food lines. Simply not enough staff. Grandma's Office Catering avoided the mass exodus with the respect, appreciation, better wages, and now health insurance. That's how Grandma continues to wow. Grandma'sCatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. Today is Monday, January 17th, and Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Coming up, we'll hear how a new project plans to bring more green space to Kansas City, Kansas. But first, some headlines. While some cities, including D.C. and New York, are starting to see a decline in COVID-19 cases caused by the Omicron variant, Kansas City health professionals say this region isn't out of the woods yet. KCUR's Beck Shackelford-Wanganga reports. Dr. Amber Schmeideke is the chair of the Division of Natural Sciences at the University of St. Mary in Leavenworth. She says wastewater testing in Kansas City indicates COVID numbers are still increasing, which means the metro has yet to reach its peak. So this is something we're going to want to pay attention to because usually these trends predate what we see with cases by about a week. Schmeideke says out of nine watersheds tested in Kansas City, only one shows a decreasing trend. Hospitals in the metro are already overwhelmed, and she says she expects the strain on the healthcare system to continue. New numbers show fentanyl-laced drugs have taken a grim toll in Kansas and Missouri during this pandemic, with overdose deaths continuing to climb. Celia Yopis-Jepson of the Kansas News Service reports. 2020 brought more than 90,000 fatal overdoses nationally, a record, and a 30% increase over the previous year. In Kansas, the increase was nearly as steep, and it appears almost 500 people died. Drugs laced with fentanyl and similar substances are a big part of the overdose problem. Even a tiny dose of fentanyl can kill. Preliminary counts of 2021 overdose fatalities aren't done yet, but so far numbers published by the CDC suggest fatalities keep climbing. There were almost 2,000 drug deaths in Missouri in 2020. Kansas and Missouri are in the top five states with the most expensive employer-based health insurance that's based on an analysis of 40,000 employers nationwide by the healthcare research group Commonwealth Fund. Wichita physician Justin Moore says the trend needs to stop. When you get to see this inexorable rise in healthcare costs kind of laid out on paper, it just, it's really hard to imagine how we continue to allow this to happen. Moore is part of the Kansas Business Group on Health, which aims to get better prices for employers and employees. The Commonwealth Fund says rapidly rising prices for medical care and prescription drugs are the biggest reason premiums and deductibles keep rising. Democrats in Washington, D.C. will likely miss a self-imposed deadline of Martin Luther King Day to pass new voting rights protections. But U.S. Representative Sharice Davids of Kansas says expanding access to the ballot box remains no less important. I think with this kind of surge of laws around the country that are aimed at undercutting the power and voice of the people and to restrict people's ability to register to vote and cast their ballot. I think that this is becoming more and more urgent. 
President Joe Biden's campaign to push new voter protections through Congress appears dormant for now. Senate Democrats failed last week to secure the votes needed to overturn the filibuster and pass legislation without GOP support. Republicans, meanwhile, say the rules would amount to a federal intrusion into state voting operations aimed at giving Democrats an unfair advantage. For years, Kansas City, Kansas residents have heard they're getting more green space, walking trails, and historic preservation projects. Now, community groups and the Wyandotte County government are planning a trail and green space connecting Caw Point Park to the historic Quindaro town site. KCUR's Laura Ziegler has been reporting on the project, and she's here to talk about it. Hi, Laura. Hey, Noemin. So first of all, can you tell me what is planned for this project? Well, that has yet to be determined, but in general, the plan is to um, create a project that will, as you said, connect these two historic places in Northeast Kansas City, Kansas, Call Point, which is, of course, a confluence of the Kansas and Missouri River, and the Quindaro Town Site, which is a Civil War historic site on the Missouri River that was a community, a unique community of Wyandotte Indians, freed slaves, abolitionists, uh, who came together around the Civil War era to, uh, and it became a stop on the Underground Railroad for uh, slaves that had escaped from slave auction sites and uh, slave holders in on the other side of the Missouri River in places like Parkville and Cass County and Platte County. And so the project uh, is uh, designed to celebrate that history and uh, as well as promote green infrastructure. They want to deal with a history of uh, unclean air and unclean water. They want to provide more services for Northeast Kansas City, Kansas, and uh, improve mobility. And and it all goes back to uh, earlier master plans, both by the Unified Government and Northeast KCK, uh, that include those goals and aspirations that you mentioned in the intro. How have local residents responded to this? Well, that's been one of the important things about it. The whole approach to devising the project has been to um, solicit the opinion and input from community residents because people in Wyandotte County and that section of Wyandotte County in particular have long felt that plans and projects and improvements have been uh, done to them and not with them. And so the goal has really been to ask people what they want to see, what kind of infrastructure they want, how they want the legacy of this history to be marked. So the project is um, with the people that are organizing it, the collaboration, really soliciting comment from people through a series of different engagement meetings. So we've been hearing about plans for economic development and historic preservation in Wyandotte County for a while. Is there anything that's different about this project? Well, I think the main thing about it is really this engagement piece. Uh, Because, as I say, there have been certainly, if you go back and you look at the history of Quindaro Town Site, which is this historic, uh, rich historic site, there have been multiple 
plans and competing interests and what to do about that. It is a historic commemorative site, which is a big um, achievement on the part of those who's been advocating to preserve it. Uh, but but the same for Call Point. It's sort of out there, you know, on the on the river, and people don't know that much about it, even though it is part of the Lewis and Clark Heritage Trail, and it has a lot of wonderful markers. Uh, in terms of economic development, there is a new grocery store now in KCK, but there have been multiple plans to address the the food desert and the income disparities and the health disparities for decades, but um, nothing that has integrated these goals, these pillars that the project calls it of economic development and multi-mobility, ways for people to access services, um, preserving the history and culture and green infrastructure. That's it's, it's an attempt to integrate these different goals into one project with community input at the beginning. So what does green space look like in KCK right now? There are some beautiful parks in KCK. There's uh, Parkwood Park, which if you happen to listen to the story that, that I did, was where the first community engagement meeting was. It's many acres of beautiful rolling hills and shelters, uh, but there's there's a beautiful pool there that residents say it's hard to get lifeguards for. Um, there are parking lots that are torn up and uh, have a lot of holes in them. Some of the residents that came to the community engagement meeting spoke specifically about challenges um, like the parking lot and how to access the green space. Helen Collins was an, uh, an older woman who came to that community engagement meeting, and she was writing down on a piece of poster board the several things that she would like to see from the uh, Heritage Trail Project in terms of improvements just at Parkwood Park. Read me some of the things you wrote down there. Okay, number one, parking area needs renovated for handicap issues or the uneven pavement. Number two, area to other parts of park is slanted handicap issue. Number three, slopes and hills, handicap issue, no access. Four, Parkwood needs trash barrels on the way out of the park. Five, more activities in park for the community. And then, uh, Six, pool needs lifeguards like here in Wyandotte County. And they just, they, they would like to see Parkwood Park, which is sort of the jewel in Northeast Kansas City, Kansas, better maintained. There are pockets of small neighborhood parks that are frequently overgrown with weeds and not well maintained. So I would say, in answer to your question, that it's, um, you know, that there are green spaces there, but they're not very well maintained consistently, and people would like to see that improved. Certainly goes for the Quindaro town site where there's a beautiful cemetery. They think of greens, you know, and there, there are a couple of really historic, beautiful cemeteries that aren't maintained well. What made you interested in this story? As a community engagement reporter, I, uh, you know, I make it my work and our work here at KCUR to make sure that we're going out into areas of the communities that we haven't, we don't do as well covering as we should. And, and Kansas City, Kansas slash Wyandotte County certainly falls into that category. Um, we're trying to do better, and I think we are. I've also been interested and covered for a long time the Quindaro town site and efforts to preserve that site. And just in the last few years, we've done some deep dives into specific communities, particularly along Quindaro Boulevard. And that put me in touch with a lot of the 
uh, people that appear in this story, people that tip me off to the fact that this project was happening. Uh, it seemed to incorporate a lot of the approaches to uh, economic development and green infrastructure and uh, an engagement that I, I think are important in in promoting communities and and helping uh, people be involved in in the progress and forward moving action in their own communities. Laura Ziegler is the Community Engagement Editor at KCUR. Thank you, Laura. Thanks, Nomeen. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomeen Ujia-Dean. This podcast is produced by Byron Love and Trevor Grandin and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. For more reporting on the trail planned for Kansas City, Kansas, visit our website, kcur.org, where you can also find a live stream of Kansas City's NPR station. If you like our show, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app or leave us a voicemail at 816-235-8930. Tomorrow, we'll hear one way Kansas City is trying to improve the lives of people who are homeless. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.